Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers and today we're reviewing Dragon Ball Z Season 3. So I'm still a little bit froggy. I'm not really sick anymore. I'm just kind of getting over uh, bronchitis. So my voice may sound a little bit off. So that's why I figured I'd let you know. Anyway, let's get into the review. This is one of the most famous seasons of any anime of all time. This is a season that introduces the Super Saiyan transformation. I know people who have never watched Dragon Ball, but they have heard of going Super Saiyan. I mean, I can't tell you how many kids I saw in school trying to go Super Saiyan during recess, and I wasn't one of them. Okay, I might have been one of those kids, but I wasn't weird about it, alright? Just I, I wasn't weird about it, alright? Just, just let it slide, alright? I don't, I don't think ducks can go Super Saiyan, but I'm still working on the science. Uh, the whole season is just fighting. Which isn't that surprising for Dragon Ball, but there are usually some breaks between fights, but not in this season. It's just whole season of people fighting Frieza. Starts with Piccolo, Gohan, Vegeta, and Krillin fighting him, till Goku is finally healed from his injuries from when Captain Ginyu stole his body in the previous season. Yeah, it's a little bit convoluted, but they gotta make it work. They gotta, they gotta stretch it out somehow. The story is okay. I mean, it isn't really the focus of this part of the story, or really any real part of Dragon Ball, but... I think the most compelling part of the season is Vegeta's request to Goku to kill Frieza for what he did to the Saiyan race and what he did to him. The death of Krillin is also a big part of this season. It It's what is the ultimate motivation for Goku to finally transform into the Super Saiyan. It's an iconic scene. It's the reason that Frieza killed the race due to his fear that one day one would appear to overthrow him. <clears throat> now, I don't know if you know this or not, but death is kind of meaningless in Dragon Ball. So sometimes when I watch and I go back and watch this or, you know, even when I watch it the first time, I knew the rules of Dragon Ball. And I was like, why are we nervous? They're going to come back. How many how many times have characters been like, they're going to be dead forever. It's like, nope, <clears throat> we found a way to bring him back. Here he is. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. it happens every time. Death is fucking meaningless on the show. Only certain characters stay dead. Uh, Raditz. Nappa. Um, Android 16. And that's it. Yep. So, and certain villains. Some villains just fucking stay dead. And, you know, sometimes it's probably a good thing. Now, this season is an iconic part of Dragon Ball. And I respect its influence. And what it's inspired, but the pacing of this show. Of this season isn't the greatest it can be hard to sit through the season in a big marathon not because it's bad it just keeps going and going and going and when you think the fine the fight is finally over all of a sudden the fight isn't over you think that once goku goes super saiyan the fight will be over soon but the fight goes on for like another 10 episodes it's like what the fuck they fought for a whole half a year i imagine waking up every saturday to watch a new fucking Dragon Ball episode. And for like over six months, it's just Frieza and fucking Goku fighting. It's like, Jesus Christ, can we get on with it? It's not the end of the show. So can we can we move it? And I you know I, I do think the fight can be epic. There's certain parts of this fight that I think are super cool, but then there's other parts where like when Goku's just charging the fucking spirit bomb, that I'm like, can we can we fast forward? Can we fast forward a little bit? Just 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 a smidge. Just just a smidge. 
I really don't get constantly entertained by the fight until he goes Super Saiyan. Because that's when shit is like, you know, back and forth. And he just absolutely fucking pieces this man for 10 episodes. Just completely claps his cheeks. And I do think it is entertaining. I mean, the planet is supposed to explode in five minutes. Because Freezer shot an energy ball into the planet. I know that's explained as to why it goes on for so long as it does. But I don't think that excuse goes as how long the season feels. I don't care if that the excuse doesn't work for me. Like, I know they're going stupid fast and, you know, time's different, I guess. But I don't care. I'm like, this planet's supposed to be exploding right now. Can we, can we move on? <clears throat> can we end the fight now? I don't think the beginning of the season's pacing is bad. Because Frieza keeps changing forms. And the people fighting him changes. He gets more powerful. But once it once it just hits Goku Goku versus Frieza, that's where it's like we're gonna take a nosedive in the pacing department. So, yeah. However, the scenes with Bulma and Ginyu are stupid. I find it really boring and completely unnecessary. I don't know if they just wanted to do something with Bulma because she hasn't really played a part in any of the seasons so far, past helping helping with some tech. I just want to see the fight. I don't give a fuck about Bulma right now, all right? Let's go let's go back to the fun shit. Like it's like they fucking line from grown-ups. Like, are we all looking at the tree? Yeah, let's go back to the ass. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, this why are we all looking at the tree right now? Let's get to the fun part. Go back to the fight. And so yeah, I think that's my biggest complaint with this is the pacing and the dumb shit with Bulma. However, you know, I really like Vegeta. It only adds to his, you know, his character development. I think you you know, you see slowly, see, you slowly see the cracks in his armor. That he's not necessarily a bad guy. He's like Vegeta. You may be a bad guy, but that does not mean you are a bad guy. And uh, yeah, I like Vegeta. He's actually one of my favorite characters. I remember when I was a kid, he was my favorite character. Um, as I as I got older, Gohan and Piccolo became my favorite. But uh, I have a few other characters that are pretty close. But Vegeta is definitely on my top top favorite characters. And it's, it's seasons like this that solidifies that opinion of mine. So overall, I give this season a 6 out of 10. Now, some of you might be going, how the fuck could you give the season where Goku goes Super Saiyan a 6 out of 10? How long has it been since you watched the season where Goku goes Super Saiyan in its full length? Just episode after episode after episode. It's a 6. It's still slightly above average. I'm giving it an above average rating. But that pacing holds it way down. It's like, it's really cool. And there's, oh, my back to dumb shit. Okay, I guess we've been, oh, cool. Oh, yeah, this was cool. This is cool. Oh, okay. We're back to, back to waiting. All right. It feels like when you're playing a video game and everything's really cool, like surroundings are cool and, you know, everything is fun. The gameplay is fun, but it's just filled with fucking loading screens. That's the best way to describe this season. It's super cool when it wants to be. So, yeah. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I reviewed all of Dragon Ball, and I reviewed seasons one and two of Z. Uh, so if you want to check that out, if you haven't already, you, they, you can go check it out. So I appreciate it. Also, I reviewed uh, tons of other anime, movies, and TV shows. So if you can go check that out, that's also appreciated. Also, you should drop a follow where I have to stream it through. That way you get a notification when I post a review. So thank you, and I hope you have a fan-fucking-tastic day, my friend. Hello, people of the world. My name is Dr. Quackers, and I would like to talk to you about my newest sponsor, Dubby. 
They are an energy drink company that has great flavors, awesome shaker bottles, clothing, stickers, and other great products. They are a jitter and crash-free energy drink. They have 150 milligrams of caffeine and no sugar. They use high-quality coffee cherries in their ingredients. Their drinks are loaded with vitamins and nootropics that help cognitive performance. They use the natural and patented ingredient Neurofactor, which has been shown in studies to boost brain performance. Dubby ships all over the world, so wherever you are, you can get your hands on this great product. They have limited edition flavors and shaker bottles all the time, so make sure you check the website today. Remember to use the code Dr. Quackers, one word, capital D, at the checkout for 10% off your whole order. It helps grow the podcast and stream. The more you help me, the better offers I can help get for you. So thank you, and please check out the sponsor.